Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. This week, we've got a little bit of game news, and we'll be talking more Demon Souls while we wait for Cyberpunk to get delayed again. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at npn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K, Tom Z, Chris K, and Alan K for the contributions. We love all of our patrons uh, equally, but those one, those four we love even more because they give us more money. So, uh, <laughs> as always, but more. What's that? Equally, but more. Yeah, yeah. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. We are Twitch affiliates. You can subscribe to us using your free Prime subscription if you'd like. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime and you are on Twitch, uh, if you're not, uh, if you don't have either of those things, then I wouldn't really bother. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, you get a free subscription to any Twitch channel you want through Amazon Prime, which is pretty rad. So, Alex, any bumpers for the network? Yes, the multimedia feed is now launched. It should be available in your favorite podcatcher. If it is not, please let us know and we will get it there. But it is out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and Google Podcasts. So please go follow that, subscribe, and leave reviews if you can. That would be greatly appreciated. That's Multimedium, once again, or you can find it at multimediumpodcast.com. And uh, I was on a show called DLC this week, so if you happen to be joining us from that show, you're uh, welcome to our show, and I'm glad that you decided to check us out. Um, but if you have not uh, listened to my uh, turn on DLC. Please go back and check it out. It's a good time. We talked about Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and a bunch of other cool stuff. Uh, that's DLC with Jeff Kanata and Christian Spicer, and it was a great time. I'm grateful they had me on, and hopefully uh, they'll have me back on in the future. I think you did fantastic. Thank you. Especially yeah. considering how much you, you're like a fangirl for Jeff Kanata, and you didn't uh, freak I, out. I really had to put it under control, and uh, and I think it I think it worked <laughs> out pretty well. <laughs> I, I, it was hard for me to not be like, hey, uh, you said this thing on like all of these other podcasts that I listened to you on and I need to respond to them now because I'm talking to you as a person. Yeah, you weren't I, like I, you weren't like, Jeff, I love your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I basically did that at PAX, uh, <laughs> PAX 26 or 2018 when I saw him after the We Have Concerns panel. But, uh, you know, never mind that. Yep. No, you're just you're only stalking him. It's cool. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Uh, uh, Brian, what have you been playing, man? <sighs> not very much. Why not? But you... <laughs> it's all good now. I had more PC troubles and um, finally just took my new motherboard back and exchanged it for a better one. And, and now it's pretty awesome. However, I found out that my RAM was also a problem, but it's all good. It's working. It's great. I can play <laughs> games again. You should uh, you should be like John and I, and whenever you do computer upgrades, just don't play your computer, and then you don't have any issues with any of this Yeah, stuff. you upgrade, yeah. and then you just put it in hibernation, and you walk away from it for six months. Buy a new console, and then, you know, play that instead. Yeah. Well, it sounds like buying a new console is pretty difficult these days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I already had to get the two parts for my computer that are difficult to get and accomplish that. So 
I don't want to go through that again. I'm done with that game. I just uh, hope this goes well, like it is, has been. And uh, hopefully Cyberpunk will run very well. And I'll be happy and barely talk to anyone for a couple weeks while I play that. (laughs) But yeah, honestly, all I've really played is um, some Destiny... Beyond Light, of course. I did the new raid with the uh, the clan ritual, How and was it? that was pretty fun. Uh, it's very um, visually stimulating for sure. I don't really want to spoil it for people, but it's it it goes somewhere that I didn't expect it to go, setting wise. And uh, the music that accompanies it there, that section of the raid is just fantastic. Gave me goosebumps. And, uh, yeah, pretty cool. And, um, were you, I tried doing out a, it, were you in the like world first crew that they oh, were trying to? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. My this computer was, was basically that, dead that weekend. So, that's true. okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I, we did it, uh, Friday night, I think. But nice. like, uh, everybody that was involved, like, knew their shit pretty well so it, it didn't really take that long honestly did you have to shoot up dog at any point bottom dog uh no sorry. no bottom dog damn yeah yeah that's a bummer that's actually a you can't you, you can't shoot bottom dog people. anymore because that raid is not in the game anymore <laughs> that's so what bizarre it? It, it, <laughs> oh no let's not go there um inside joke Aside from that, when I was testing my PC for stability, um, because the problem I was having was causing my computer to straight up shut off. You mean like by, by pushing gameplay. it off the desk again or what? <laughs> <laughs> what no, kind of stability are we talking Stability here? problems, yeah. Not physical stability, but you know, <laughs> electronic stability, I guess. Um, anyways, I did successfully complete a flight short flight in flight simulator, which is sweet. Um, like it runs so well on the, uh, the new Ryzen chips. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Like it's like playing a different game almost, it, which is crazy. Cause even like on my 3080, on my old processor, it was just like, not very good. <laughs> So I yeah. I still have not booted it up since um since getting my 3080 so I should do that soon but it is getting VR support on December 22nd for all headsets. Nice. All the big VR headsets. The downside is that was on my last motherboard that I got to do that successful flight and then it and then I ran in another game and my computer shut off right away so it wasn't fixed I was pissed. <laughs> but I got to see Flight Simulator in all its glory for a whole half hour. That's then good. when I went to reinstall it on this system, um, it doesn't download the updates now. It just like logs me in and out constantly inside the game. So I still can't play Flight Simulator, but well, that's whatever. Fun. I think I, uh, I think a lot of the problems are with Flight Simulator itself. It's yeah, not like they have this- ironed out all the kinks from that one as of yet. This specific problem I know is not my system. It is Flight Simulators or my Microsoft account. So I'll have to figure that out some other time. But 
Yeah, everything else I've tested works really well. I'm I'm pleased. And that's good. Yeah. That that's about it for me, really. All right. Um I just installed Monster Hunter on the PS5. Nice. It doesn't that's free on the PlayStation collection, I believe. Yeah. Correct? I only got like through the intro section. I haven't actually fucking done anything. Like I have I literally haven't done anything in it yet. But I installed it. Um I tried playing some more Ghost Recon uh, Breakpoint, and I just that that game is not as fun by yourself, man. Yeah, like it's way better with a crew and hunting Terminators and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's beyond that. Uh, I've played a lot of Demon Souls. I don't know if we want to jump into that now, or if you have other stuff you want to touch before we talk about Demon Souls. I can yeah. Let me let me go through some of my stuff real quick. Um, I did finish Spider-Man Miles Morales. You can hear even a little spoiler chat after the end of DLC from this past week if you want to go and hear spoilery thoughts on that. But once again, it is very good. Uh, my only real complaint about it is that it feels a little bit rushed. Like they could have spent more time with Miles and the story, and I think it would have benefited from it because um, the original ps4 spider-man was quite long 20 something hours and uh got quite a bit of time to go places with the characters and i feel like this one did not really luxuriate in that um and i and i think some of the character development kind of suffered uh because of that but still very good worth checking out um i did end up switching it to 60 frames per second and that buttery smooth travel with that game is pretty incredible but i'm kind of it's kind of a toss-up for me i think i've gone back and forth on miles morales and on demon souls in terms of like frame rate versus the cinematic mode or fidelity mode um and things look real pretty in the 30 frames per second and it still plays pretty well you know i'm bad at demon souls regardless of what the frame rate is so that doesn't really matter (laughs) much um I just, but, yeah. I don't, I don't under, like, I don't know, man. Like, I flipped through performance mode and, and, you know, graphics mode or whatever they're called, cinematic and fidelity. Fidelity. I think Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I yeah. flipped between those two in Demon Souls. The only difference I can personally notice is that the fidelity version is choppy as a motherfucker. <laughs> like, it just, yeah. it doesn't look like that buttery smooth 60 frames a second makes a huge difference in my perception of how good a game looks. Yeah, I'll say the it's certainly the 30 frames per second fidelity mode in Spider-Man and it's it, the cinematic mode in, in Demon Souls, I believe it's called is 30 frames per second. Spider-Man it's a lot more noticeable because you've got more reflections off of glass windows and like wet streets and things like that whereas in Demon Souls I th- I feel like the light sources and things like that I mean there's plenty of torches and things around but they're not really reflecting all that much so it doesn't I don't think it makes as big of a difference with Demon Souls as it does with Spider-Man. I I, I can agree with you on that. But. Sure, yeah. Well, I mean, even in like certain areas of Demon Souls, though, like in the prison area, there's lots of really cool glowing surfaces and objects and things like that that like look really pretty, no matter which version you're in. Like, yeah. And yeah. I don't know if you've messed with the filters because it does have like the visual filters that you can flip through too. Like the yeah, vi- I haven't. The vivid one, man, it makes those colors look so good. Like it's, I'm sure, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. 
Um, Probably looks quite good with HDR. Uh, Real quick, um, I also, they did release the update so that you can upload your Spider-Man PS4 save from the PS4 version and then download it into the PS5 remastered version now. Um, And so I've started going through some of the DLC of Spider-Man from PS4 on PS5. And uh, uh, it's okay so far. I played through the first set. Uh, There's three of them. So we'll see how that goes. Looks very pretty. Um, but I will say the PS, pl- the PlayStation family save transfer stuff sounds like it sucks compared to what's on the Microsoft systems where it just kind of downloads it from your cloud saves and it's not an issue. So, um, you know, Microsoft has done a good job of making me want to buy an Xbox other than the fact that there's like no real reason for me to do so. So, hopefully, well, they've, Sony they've just created a more things. cohesive ecosystem, for sure. Yeah. And I wish Sony would have done the same thing, and they didn't. Um, but that's and, the thing is, Sony as of- Sony doesn't want a cohesive ecosystem. Like they didn't. If if they wanted it to be cohesive for Miles Morales, like why wouldn't they have just included that ability right from the get go instead of waiting until people complained about it? The, the well, game, yeah, you know? like. I think it was actually in Miles Morales itself. You could, if you bought Miles Morales on PS4, your save would transfer. I don't know if you have to do like the upload and download thing that you do um, with PS4 with with the Spider Man with the original Spider Man game. It's hard to fucking talk about that game because it's not the original Spider Man game. It certainly isn't the first one. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you would think that Sony would have understood that, like, hey, this is going to be a thing right now. And, like, maybe it can fall by the wayside later when there aren't as many games that are straddling both generations. But, I don't know. Microsoft's philosophy of, like, hey, uh, we're going to actually download the version of the game that's going to look best on the system that you're on, which I've heard some people have had trouble with that on PS5, which is weird to me. What are the chances that they they wanted to have the straddling of generations solely because they knew right off the bat that they were not going to be able to have enough hardware available to make people happy? Maybe. Um, maybe, but also, like, I don't really think that jives with, like, hey, guess what? Horizon Forbidden West is also going to be on PS4. You know? Like, there's, I think they were doing a bit of a, of a, hey, me too, with respect to, like, Microsoft's, guess what? Halo Infinite's going to be on both systems at launch, and guess what? It's on neither. But... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't really know. I think it's mostly just kind of a, we want to be able to have this interplay between all of the stuff because we need you to see a, they're trying to make it the least path of resistance. They want to say, Hey, buy games right now. You'll be able to play them on the PS five. When you get your PS five, if they really want it to be fully least, least path of resistance, I think they should have figured out a way to do the same thing that Microsoft is doing with the cloud saves. Cause it's not like I didn't have my PS4 Spider-Man save up in the PlayStation cloud. Like it was there. Right. 
but you had to go into a PlayStation 4 version of the game and upload it to then pull it down into the PlayStation 5 version of the game, which tells you that there's some sort of like reorganization of how the data works or something like that. Maybe the way that games are saved on PS5 fundamentally changed from the way it was done on PS4. Probably because it probably feeds into the fast loading time bullshit, you know? Maybe, yeah. But but then you would also think that they would want to do that work to make sure that you could go back and forth between the two the way that it sounds like it works with Microsoft. So Yeah, I, don't. I, don't, I mean, I don't think Sony's expecting you to flip-flop between your PS4 and your PS5 like on the regular, whereas like Microsoft, they want you to be able to play on your Xbox, your Xbox One, your Xbox Series X, your, your cell phone, your computer. They want you to be able to play from all of these different devices all the time without having any limitation as to what you know version of the game or save game you're playing. Yeah, that's true. They certainly have more of a reason to do it with things like xCloud, right? If your xCloud yeah. save... Well, and just like they were just talking about this we week, talking about. in like an interview, I think Phil Spencer said that they're trying to make an app for Android TVs. Like... <laughs> Yeah. So you well you just, for for any well, for a lot of TVs. Yeah, for actually, any TV really, but like I mean most of the TVs are Android TVs cuz like it's all built in or whatever now. Like Apple TV you have to buy a different device for. Android TV is built into like pretty much every fucking smart TV that's out right now. Yeah. But to be able to have that app on those on those platforms you want to be able to pull your save games from wherever. Like I've got Sea of yep. Thieves on my PC and I had Sea of Thieves on my Xbox. Xbox is now sold. RIP. But I could pull up my same Sea of Thieves account on my television downstairs if there's an app for it, which my TV is a Sony TV, so the chances of them putting that app on that TV is slim to none. Um, <laughs> just like I can't have the fucking Comcast app on that TV. So That's stupid. Yeah. No, Sony sucks. But Maybe um, it's because Comcast sucks and they don't want to have anything to do with them. No, because so- Sony was offering their own PlayStation TV thing or whatever, so they didn't want you to be able to use Comcast on your television. Uh well, not anymore. Yeah, it's so, gone now. But anyways, that that's besides the point. Yeah, uh, Spider-Man, 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 all that stuff is and good. Was, the only uh, other is, thing... That came out in 2019, right? So you should just call it Spider-Man 2019, much like we did Sp- Tomb Raider 2013. I think it's 2018, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Spider-Man 2018, Spider-Man... P- I've been calling it Spider-Man PS4, because it's the, sp- the one Spider-Man game that came out on PS4. But anyway... You could just be more Midwestern and call it Spider-Man's... With the S. The Spider-Man's. Yeah, I'm playing that Um, Spider-Man's game. (laughs) Played a demo Uh, of it at the Walmarts. (laughs) The only other thing that I have played is uh, a little bit of Bug Snacks. Oh, you did uh, play some Which is free. I did play a little bit. I didn't play enough to really say that we would, like, talk about it today, but... um, Bug Snacks is interesting. Bunger is, like, the funniest thing ever. Bungers are pretty pretty cool. Bunker, Bungers bunker, are bunker. little like burger and fry like dudes that will like ram in anyway. So it's a first person perspective game where you are basically finding these Pokemon out in the world that you can capture using traps and other techniques to uh, you know, feed them to the villagers, basically. And when you feed them to the villagers, their body parts change into parts of the thing that they ate. That's weird. But there's like a quest system of like, hey, go and find this type of bug snacks or, you know, go and do this thing with this person. And some of the bug snacks you can actually plant in the ground to grow more bug snacks and other stuff like that. So it's fun. I don't necessarily know that it's going to capture my attention too much, but it's kind. it was <laughs> when I needed to rage quit Demon's Souls. It was a nice change of pace. 
to be like, all right, I just lost 12,000 souls. I'm just going <laughs> to play some bug snacks because I'm too angry to continue playing Demon Souls right now. So, bug snacks is interesting. It is free on PS4 and PS5 through at least tomorrow, I believe. Uh, so, even if you are downloading and hearing this, if you're listening to it on the first day that it's available, it should still be available to you if you have PlayStation Plus. So, hmm. sweet. Let's talk about Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah, I, let's do that. Should yeah, I Brian, how far are you? What are your thoughts about Demon Souls, Brian? Um, my thoughts are I hope to play it someday when I actually get a PS5. You shouldn't. It's fucking terrible. Sometime next year I would like a PS5, I think. I mean, if they're available. I mean, like later in the year when Horizon comes out. Yeah. If if it comes out. But anyways. Anyways. Um so like on a scale of one to Bloodborne, which do you think is more difficult? I I think this one is. I because uh, there's way fewer checkpoints for you to go back and spend your damn souls. Yeah. Like you literally only get checkpoints whenever you defeat a boss. And the thing that I was angry with yesterday was that I was playing in a level that had so much uh, vertical traversal that there wasn't even really a way for me to return back to go back to the one uh, archstone, which is the, the checkpoint, to get back to the nexus to spend my souls. Like, I couldn't do it. So I was going to have to push forward to fight the boss. So instead I was like trying to explore everywhere in the area just to figure out the way to get back up to the archstone. And I'm fairly, I'm looking at the maps that people have made. I'm fairly certain there's no way to do it. Like you're just basically, you have to go forward at that point. So, so instead of, you know, doing that and fighting the boss, I ended up dying on like a trap that blew me up in the caves that I was in. And then I died again. So I lost all those 12,000 souls that I collected. You were, where were you, were you in the prison for that? Or no, that was, that's, um, or, so they, the, they number the arch stones one through five, and then they have, I think five subsections per arch stone. So that was two, two. That is the area that you uh, unlock after, after the you spider. beat the armor spider. Okay. Yeah. So you, did you go, the you, you went to the prison, there. right? I have, yeah, I spent some time at the prison, and I also dipped my toe in the island on the fourth one so that I could get a really cool weapon that's close to the beginning. Oh, with the skeletons? Yes. Yeah, fuck those skeletons, yeah. too. Also, by the way, like, the, the the only game in all of existence where the skeletons move faster than the fucking player. Yeah, they, well, that's they, because they're lighter than actual humans now. They don't have they well, all that weight. They don't have any tendons or muscles. Even better. Those 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 skeletons are so aggro that they just terrified the shit out of me the first time through. But the secret is you should take a mace. Yeah. Or hammer the, type. The morning weapon. star, like blunt weapons. Morning stars, clubs, maces, hammers. Yep. That's that's classic video game or role playing it. Like yeah, well fire there. Fire magic also is very helpful. Um That doesn't you, make any sense. That's that's atypical for what are you fire. Talking? Burning to, burning to, like bones, dry ass bones aren't gonna like engulf themselves in flames. Uh, okay, and, I, I guess. Anyways. <laughs> fuck those skeletons. 
because every yeah, every sucks. everything you read online, all the tutorials are like go to the four go to four one and just grind the, the skeletons at the beginning. Oh yeah. And you'll get souls out just pouring out your ass. And what they don't tell you is those skeletons are so goddamn fast and hard that it's next to impossible to grind because you get frustrated. Like you basically like it, what it what it ends up being is like you go there, you kill the first skeleton because you have the area to like maneuver yourself around to not get fucked up by him. You collect his souls, you move on to the next skeleton, and then you drag him back into the first area and you kill him, and then you go and you fight the one skeleton with the arrows there, and then there's another skeleton at the top of the stairs who comes down and just whoops your ass right there. So like those souls are just boom, you got a pile of souls just chilling there. So then you die and then you come back and you fight the first skeleton again. And then the second and he skeleton kills you because and, you, yeah. and you grab your pile of souls again before the third skeleton kills you. Like it's 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 such a oh, it's so fucking aggravating. You can you can pull that third skeleton or the 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 one on the stairs all the way back to the start too. It's just it takes a long time. Yeah, but, but they make you like you get kind of like cocky. You're like, oh, I'm good at this now. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, yeah. you're not. Yeah, they're just like you suck. Yeah. You suck so hard well, at this game. So. Just FYI, because you're playing as a royal like I am, too. I've started, like, right? eight times. I've restarted. Oh, okay. I can blow through the first area 1-1 one, one, like nobody's business now. And it doesn't matter yeah. what class I am. Like, I can handle that. That's not a problem. Um, But beyond that, like, I yeah, because I, I just wanted to try different play styles. Because there's, there's, like, the royals. The royal class, like, you start with some magic and you have, like, the rapier, which is, like, a fairly decent weapon because weapon, piercing damage is, like, pretty good. If you if you get, like, piercing, uh, depending on the enemies, especially in the Stone Gulch Mine or whatever, like, the piercing weapons are the best against those little cave dudes or whatever. But yeah. I like trying the different classes to see how they fare, and, I like, I, like, magic definitely feels like cheating to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but magic is super helpful in the prison against the mind flayers because fuck those guys and like everything like yeah. they they just they launch one attack at you and it paralyzes you and then while you're paralyzed they come up and they just like fucking eat your brains like yep yeah yep anyways this game's beautiful um but it's so hard and it I it's very difficult and I know everybody out there's just you know oh you gotta get good get good get good. Uh. Get good. Like, yeah, get good, sure. But I clearly just don't have the reaction time to play these games right. I don't know. I it's They're it's, so difficult for me. I just feel like I don't even... I don't know. The weird thing about it is there's just some part of me that is even averse to the idea of, like, I'm going to walk at an enemy with my shield up. Because that's what you should do, you know? Well, if yeah, you walk you at somebody shield, with your you shield well up... Use it. And they attack your shield, then they get a little bit of a stun, and you can usually get a hit or two in, and then you back off, and you'll probably be fine. But I'm just so ridiculously impatient that I have to go the other direction and be super patient because I'll just like spend like 30 minutes on one of the. Have you fought any of the like fire slug dudes in 2 2 yet? I haven't been to 2 2 yet. I, I okay. went, I did, I was following one of the walkthroughs that was like do 1 1 and then 2 1 and then go to 3 1 basically so so the i was just gonna say real quick there's these fire slug dudes that take a shitload of hits whether you're doing magic damage or physical damage and so i just sit there and spend my whole mp bar spending casting soul arrow at these guys and then i have to wait 30 minutes while my 
while my MP recharges what, and then continue. What kind doing of weapon that. are you using? The rapier still? No, I have the Crescent Falchion now, which is it's a it that's in four one. You can get it if you go, you know the stairs where the where the skeleton was killing you? Yeah. Have you made it all the way up there where there's the two archers on top of the gateway? Yeah. The fog gateway? Yep. So if you go through the fog gateway and immediately turn left, you can walk in the castle wall. Mm-hmm. And then there's a trap in there. You should hold your shield up while you're walking forward. You'll stop the arrows from killing you. But once you come out of there, there's a there's a skeleton with red eyes who really will destroy you. But if you're kind of good, you can beat him. And then he's he's guarding basically a body that has the crescent falchion in it. And that is a sword... It's a Crescent Falchion plus one, so it's already upgraded, and its attack scales with your magic rather than your strength. Ooh. So if you have a magic character, then it will do a good amount of damage. Yeah, because my magic's currently at like 19 points, I think. Yeah. I don't know. So, I can, Brian, I can you one, I, I two hit the Mind Flayers in the prison with Fireball right now, so. Oh, nice. I still have been using uh, Soul Arrow on them, and it usually takes like four. Do you know where to so get Fireball? Yeah, I think so. From, the, from one the, of the vendors. In yeah, the, the dude Nexus. in the Nexus. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got to do that then. No, I, I Brian, mean, I, was... I can. Yeah, Brian, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Um, I was just wondering, like, having. I mean, well, Alex, you played Sekiro a I decent did. amount, and you guys obviously both played Bloodborne. Um, does this game feel like? a lot different since it came before all those games and those games reward like a faster, more aggressive play style. Would you say this rewards patience more or I don't know. I I think patience allows you to not get as aggravated. <laughs> I think, um, I, I think that's the weird thing like bloodborne you were able to parry with the gun this you can parry with a shield if you want to it's also not completely necessary sekiro i think feels like parrying is much more imperative to be able to actually like do well at the game mm-hmm. so i think they're different in that respect but i also feel as though at least with the enemies that i've encountered right now that if i were more patient i wouldn't really have trouble with any of them but instead because i just get flustered like with Je- with what john has said with like you know the mind flayer's coming after you and he's going to cast a paralyzed spell and you've also already opened up all those those cells in the in the prison level so those guys will also run out at you and start to attack you like i think I think the more patient you are, the better you can kind of deal with things in this game. But I would also say that about Bloodborne, too. Like, I guess I was never particularly a, an aggressive player in Bloodborne, and maybe that was to my own detriment. But I think a lot of these games do teach you about patience if you're there to listen to it. And I think you can get to a point where you can be more aggressive with them, but it's kind of it's a play style thing and i think it's cool that the game kind of accommodates both but yeah you know i i i'd be curious to hear what like a real veteran like like zach would say about the differences between demon souls and whether or not demon souls ps5 feels any different to ps3 but i can't really speak to that yeah cool i i just it's it's such a 
it is a rewarding experience, like playing through areas of this game and accomplishing things and like figuring out the puzzles. And like, I, I like the sense of discovery you get from like being able to like look across an area and see like the little glowing orb that there's an item on some dead body. And like 20 minutes later, you've gone through how many different passageways and all of a sudden you're across the map, like on that little glowing orb that you saw earlier. Like the game has, it has this, it's like a, it's a different kind of reward system than like other games have. I think that's why I like these games. I like the sense of discovery and, and just unlocking shortcuts is extremely satisfying too you know exactly like unlocking those shortcuts is great this is it's like uh i mean from software made kingsfield i know we've talked about kingsfield a few times before which is honestly one of the hardest first person rpg games i think exists that like all throughout time and like I would be interested. I would love to play some form of remaster of Kingsfield, like with this in mind, because I, I honestly, I can't even really remember how I just remember like getting murdered by skeletons in that game yeah, all the time. Yeah. But it, I heard there's also a weapon that is in all of the games. It's in Kingsfield and in demon souls and bloodborne. Really? Like, I think there's a particular weapon that makes it's like, I can't. It's like it's something sort of the moon or something like that. I can't. So they're all they're all tied to the same universe. Like probably. Yeah. yeah. See, I love that kind of stuff. Which is that's so that's so indicative of the franchise. (laughs) Like. Yep. I yeah. I just I don't know. It's I get I know I get really angry at this game, but I I do like I keep coming back to it even though it pisses me off. Like I think I think that says something. I've had zero desire to play. Valhalla and I've had zero desire to go back and play more of uh Godfall because Godfall. this game is just it has a different uh different in like level of intrigue and attachment to it I guess I don't I don't know I, don't I know didn't how to realize it. you even had Assassin's Creed Valhalla cuz yeah, you haven't I, talked about it at all I tried playing it and I got like the intro was like an hour long cinematic with very little like movement where you're just literally moving your character as a child through like a crowd of people for like 20 minutes. And then there's like dialogue and cinematic. And then there's like a big epic, like battle thing that happens. And it was so boring to have to sit through that. And then they're just like, okay, we're going to dump you in the middle of the wilderness, uh, with no gear and you got to go find your gear and your people or whatever. And I was just like, not into it, but yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm sure if I would have spent more time Speaking with of it, patience, <laughs> well, it, no, it's de- demon souls puts you right into it. You know, like you literally True. like boot up the game and it's like, you've got your armor, you have your weapons. You don't have to go pick up a fucking gun somewhere. No yeah, cinematic probably. And you fight. I mean, there are cinematics, but you can skip them. And, like, you know, the problem, I think, with Valhalla was that I just, I don't, I don't know if I'm just not, maybe I'm just not into, like, the, the, the Nordic thing, I guess. I don't know. The Norse mythology, like, doesn't do anything for me. It was cool for God of War, but it also wasn't the focus of God of War, really. Like, it kind of was, but you're playing as Kratos, like. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But I just I I wasn't really into it. That doesn't mean I don't want to go back and try and play more of Valhalla. I just don't have any inclination to play it right now because I'm so sucked into Demon Souls and like trying to get good 
and just that repeated like you know the like die repeat like methodology of that game like you know it, it i literally like i when was it last night or maybe two nights ago i was playing i was in the prisons and i ran past this one cell that had like seven or eight prisoners in it that i had already opened and they all came running out and i wasn't paying attention and they basically just mauled me like you get in you get in like the stun lock and like mm-hmm. you're when you're getting hit hit repeatedly by like eight different characters at the same time like you're basically fucked like you can't there's nothing you can do if you get surrounded by enough of them and you can't get out of the stun lock to get one swipe in to like dodge roll out or whatever you're pretty much fucked and that happened and as soon as i died i was like fuck this game and i i had only played for 10 minutes and i turned it off and i walked away from it (laughs) and i was (laughs) like i'm done with this shit and then 20 minutes later, I was turning it back on and being like, all right, fuck these guys. I'm going to get them this time. <laughs> I did that four times yesterday. You, you probably sure. did it your first try. Yeah, but because I knew what to expect. Like before, I, I was again, I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't being patient. Like, But I ended up working my way through the prison up to the first prison boss, which I tried to fight today, and I failed miserably at that. And those little messages that people leave you, like, the, there's one right outside the prison boss that was like, this is easy. And I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe well, it isn't. I don't know. These people are all fucking liars, basically. And the, so then I jump. Those games. Yeah. Go on. Then I, I jump into the this fight against this the, the prison boss, which is like this wizard, this wizard chick who, who, like, she can make little pods on the ground like those little paralyzation pods like the mind flayers do and then she just like launches like soul arrows at you and like you're pretty much fucked like if you get caught in one of those traps you're done like it's it's just like i don't know there's also something else really dumb about that fight and i am hesitating from telling you but i also know that if i don't tell you and you go through with this fight and you haven't done this thing then you're probably just gonna put the game down and never the, play the part where she so. splits into multiplications of herself no no this is no, very spoiler the part where uh she's probably gonna come back to life as soon as you kill her and she will continue doing so oh no i already i killed that guy already you killed the fool's idol dude? yeah okay good that's good. I I, good. I loved how in uh, Bloodborne there were like secret objects you could find that would make boss fights like way easier. Yeah, yeah, and I honestly, you know, that's the thing is that so I managed to one shot both Armor Spider and Tower Knight, but it's only because I've heard other people talking about them. I never would have been able to do it if I hadn't heard other podcasts talking about how they fought those bosses. And, but they all seem to have some type of technique or trick that seems honestly pretty cheesy, but makes the fight kind of trivial. Well, the yeah. the, the um, fool's the fool's idol one, like the main trick that I read about was using a two handed weapon will just destroy her in seconds. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I've heard. And I'm sitting here like, that. oh, cool, a two handed weapon for my character who's fucking magic based. Like that's great. Yeah. and then they're just like, well, well, you could whittle away with her using your magic by hiding behind the the the, the pillars. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, cool, because that's well, that's that that really rewards my impatience is to have to fucking stand behind these pillars and like do that shit. I mean, I had to do well, the same thing for the giant knight dude or whatever, but. Yeah. So I didn't. I actually managed to fight the Tower Knight by toppling him off of his feet, which I think was really good. Like honestly, like if you go and attack his feet and get him on the ground, I was able to walk up to his head and beat him down to half life 
immediately, and then you just do it one more time, and he's gone. Damn. But um, the spider, I literally just sat on the left side of the tunnel and cast Soul Arrow at it over and over again and fired arrows at it, and eventually it died. And I don't know. There's part of me that, like, is super impatient and wants to get up there and, like, beat the crap out of something, but there's also a part of me that's like, I can grab a snack and sit here and keep pressing R1, and eventually I'm going to beat this monster and get a big soul and a lot of souls that I can go spend on leveling up. So it's kind of like, there's like a duality for me. There's like a fine, there's some sort of tipping point where it's like, all right, if I'm not going to be able to beat the crap out of this thing handily, then I can might as well sit there for 30 minutes and spend all of my time casting spells. Right. So I don't know. It just depends on how you do it, but. The game's infuriating. I don't ever want to play it again, but I'm also going to play it later. So Yeah, I know. As soon as we're done, I'm probably going to play it some more. I'm just thinking, like, <laughs> damn, I should probably reinstall Sekiro, because I never really played much of that. Just listening to yeah. you talk about this, it's, like, the closest thing I have to it that I can play on my PC. Well, I think Dark Souls 3 yeah. was on sale. It It's always on sale, I feel like. And Dark Souls 3 is fantastic. Like I got pretty far on that. Well, I mean, to my standards, I beat several bosses in on the PlayStation 4. Um, I didn't get it as far as I did in Bloodborne, though. But, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's part of me that wants to go back to Bloodborne and give it a try. And I do really, really, really like Sekiro, and, and I would like to play more of that, too. But, um, you know, I don't know. Like, eventually, I think I'll get there, but... <sighs> Yeah, even so, like this is the most amount of bosses I've beaten in any Souls. I agree. I this game does this game does feel slightly easier than the others. I think, but I don't know why. Like I can't quite Uh, figure out why that is. I think honestly, the magic alone for me is a big thing because the fact that I can like two one or two shot a lot of the really like weaker dudes and just kind of keep my distance and be okay. Yeah. It 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 just like I. My problem with these games is, like, getting into a situation and then just getting completely, like, frenzied and, like, un- unsure of what to do and b- mashing all the buttons and not being the patient, like, calculated person that I should be to win these fights. So the idea that I have the ability to just stay far away and chip away... like. It's not even like the gun in Bloodborne, because like the guns in Bloodborne don't really do anything, you know. No, for they're the most they're part. great for like, like aggro, they might... and they're great for like parrying, and that's about it. Like they don't serve up. Yeah. They're not good for like picking off enemies from afar. Like that is not their purpose. But the soul arrow magic that you start out with with the with the royal will just destroy yeah. most of those surprisingly in, like, strong a couple hits. And your MP regenerates with the ring that you get as the royal as yeah, well. But so it, it's it not takes like a fucking hour for that shit. To it come takes back. forever, but you know what? Go grab a sandwich. Go get some crackers and cheese. Have a little hummus <laughs> and pita or something, and then come on back and destroy more. Just skeletons have yourself a little Demon do. Souls picnic. <laughs> Maybe a leftover turkey sandwich. Yeah, we should make a Demon Souls cookbook. The de- this is what you eat while you're waiting for your MP to revive. <laughs> yes. Oh man, but yeah, it's good. It sound, sounds cool though. Good game. Very, very good game. Fun to play. I would. Super aggravating. Very pretty. The music is unbelievably awesome. Um, it might be one of the best launch titles. Period. Yeah, you I know, would say so. Especially like, in terms of like how it how complete it feels and like not yeah. buggy. I mean, I haven't run into any bugs. 
it's one of those games like if you go and like boot up Killzone Shadowfall or something from the early PS4 like Knack, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you you see where you're like, yeah, this feels like the beginning of a generation and I can see how how much progress we've had between this and something like The Last of Us Part 2. It it's with Demon Souls, I'm like where do they go from here? Like how does it look better than this? How does it like what it's just one of those things where it's like, if this is what we have right now on this system and things are still going to get as good, like what is the last of us part two to this kill zone shadow fall? Yeah. I, I can't even comprehend what that's going I'll to be. I'll be straight so. with you guys. Like I am, I am seriously tempted to switch my, my cyberpunk oh my pre-order gosh. again. Are you kidding me? Just sell your PC. <laughs> no, I like the PC, but there, I don't know, man. Like the PC for me is more of like a multi. I I built this PC originally to play Rainbow Six. Let's be honest. Like I wanted then, to play Rainbow Six PC with my homies because we were all just like we got so into it on on console that we were just like, oh man, get flank plays on PC. We should get on PC. It was what it felt like. And then all of a sudden, definitely we, <laughs> all of a sudden we all had PCs PC. and we're playing it on PC. And, like, I want to play, like, we all downloaded Elite Dangerous. I want to play Elite Dangerous on PC. Like, I want to play all the multiplayer games I would love to play on PC. Like, the consoles are, I think, built mainly for me to play single-player games on. So, But seriously, John, like, honestly, I have an HDMI cable here that's big enough that would get from your TV to your yeah, PC. Yeah, your TV is, like, right next to your computer. I have one that's long enough, too, I think. It's just sitting around. It's, like, 10, 15 feet difference, man. Yeah, and I, like, I can, like, but seriously, then you, like, and you can probably just hook up your PS5 controller to Cyberpunk and play it that way. If if you buy it it through Steam, it's already supported officially through Steam, the PS5 controller. So, just keep it on PC, and it's going to look better, and you'll like it. It'll be good. Or sell your 3080 and buy me a PlayStation 5, and then keep the rest of the money for yourself. I, I don't, don't know do about that. that. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I sold but. the 3080, I'd probably buy a, a new 3D printer. <laughs> there you go. And a cheap video card. I got, so I got my eyes on, on that, that Snapmaker 2.0 with the 3D printer, laser etching, and uh, CNC router. Three in one. We should probably just try to get more 3080s so we can sell it and buy a Glowforge. That yeah, now you're talking. Who what needs a 3080? Glowforge is a like a, a hobbyist. It's a laser. Slight, it's hot, slightly hobbyist, like kind of semi-pro laser cutter. And like the the big yeah. one, you could cut like you can cut some serious shit on the big one. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, but, besides the point, let's talk right. about some game news. Everybody, go buy a PS5 and Demon Souls. If yeah, you can find do it. That. If you go can sleep outside at GameStop with your mattress like all those other people did. Six feet <laughs> apart from the other people. Uh all right. First up. I don't know how our yeah, this looks fine. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Um Red Dead Online is going to be released as its own game starting December first. That is this Tuesday. Uh it's gonna be at a seventy five percent discount until February fifteenth, so it is normally twenty dollars, but it will be five dollars at launch. See, I'll pay five dollars to have this on my PC. P 
PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Yeah, I traded in my Red Dead 2, and so this seems like a good option to continue playing it if, if you know, Nick and, and the crew would be down to do some online stuff. I but mean, they're just going to get it on PlayStation 4, though. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I don't need to buy this game on PC. I mean, it's Red Dead Online. I'm like, who cares? But, <laughs> it's only $5. I mean, like, just get it on both. Yeah, you could get it on your PS5 and I don't on need PC. It on, I mean, here's the thing. I had such a bad time playing it the last time that we played that I literally never played it again and was like, okay, I could live with it not ever playing it. <laughs> I've this. honestly, like everybody that I know that has played it says it kind of sucks, but... Yeah, I'd much rather play some Grand Theft Auto Five and, you know, start dropping our my submarine out of the sky with the... With the, um, the... I don't know, the Sky Winch. What the hell is it called? Can't remember. Anyway, the, the best experience we had with Red Dead Online was well pushing the bear into the lake like old times, yeah, and then um, <laughs> getting all the horses on the train, and then somebody's like fell off on a mountain, I think it was or something, yeah, <laughs> got hit by the train. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think we can have that type of dumb fun with Grand Theft Auto Five as well, but I don't know. Either way, this is cool that they're splitting it out like this. Um, they said it's gonna it's gonna take 123 gigs of storage, so that might figure into your calculus a little bit about if you want to buy it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the PS5 and uh, Series X will be able to play the PS4 and Xbox One versions in backwards compatibility. So um, they're also going to offer an option that will unlock the story mode separately. So if you do buy the online and decide you want the story mode, you can do that. Um, and they are apparently they've introduced things called roles where you basically can get jobs and, and record, like do different things. There's like, I think there's like survivalist one, but the one that they're doing that they're focusing on soon will be the bounty hunter. Um, and there's going to like, they're going to release more fugitives that you can go and capture basically to increase your bounty hunter, uh, level and, you know. Can you? It sounds like there's actual some like some actual progression to the online. Can you? Which was not even there the last time I played. Earn a Mandalorian skin. Is that not that I know of? But they should probably work that in there. Just let it play yeah, the Mandalorian theme song when I'm playing when I'm fucking doing a, a showdown with somebody. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. So I mean, if you play on be PC, out there. you could just set your own music up in the background. I get True. it, Brian. You want me to or, play on PC? God. Or you could be like when Gojo plays as Jason in Friday the 13th and just play the John Cena theme music whenever he's, you know, so whenever he randomly appears next to you and you hear the John Cena theme, you're like, <laughs> fuck, Jason's here somewhere. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, it, so. if I can bring myself to try to figure out the recapture for Rockstar Social Online, whatever, for PC again, then I will probably pick this up for $5 just to see how, what it looks like, honestly. Well, you just have to suppress your robot tendencies and try to get through it. It's so difficult. They have the shittiest, lowest resolution pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. I Maybe tried, I need to so. get a, like a, a monocle or like a magnifying glass or something. <laughs> Yeah, they just want you to get in character. <laughs> there, there might be a Windows uh, accessibility magnify thing I can install that would help. <laughs> yes, hold control, hold Alt F4, and it'll zoom in, Brian. Yeah. Anyway, 
A couple streaming hits here real quick. Google Stadia is making its way to iOS soon. Uh, Several weeks from now, they're going to put out public testing for iOS, which will be cool. Um, Much like the Amazon Luna service that I talked about previously. And then I guess... Three weeks after that, they will shut down Stadia for all (laughs) platforms. (laughs) Yeah, well, they do have a deal right now. If you purchase Cyberpunk 2077... Uh, on the Stadia service, you will get a Stadia Premiere Edition for free. That's the bundle that gives you a Google Chromecast Ultra and a Stadia controller uh, so that you can play it on TV. That's running through December 18th. That's the thing that John and I bought for like 120 bucks. or whatever They're also giving them away for free to anybody who already pays for YouTube Premium. Like okay. You, you, oh, can yeah. a, so you can get a free Premium Edition Stadia. Nice. Hmm. Um, and so that will also, you know, you'll, you'll, I think destiny Two new light is going to be free starting on November 19th. So that's out there already. No, this is new light. That's going to be free. Oh, so just the base vanilla game. That's free anyways. They're making it free to all players as of right now, or as of like, like prior to this, you had to pay for pro in order to get destiny. So now what oh, they're saying is okay. you can get just the base game New Light without having to pay for the subscription. Okay. So you All can right. use you can basically use Stadia for free without buying anything right. if you play it on your PC. Um Okay. So at least that'll that'll be a thing starting uh the 19th, which was this past week. Um but anyway, Google Stadia looks like they're starting to finally build out how the ways that you can play uh, getting to iOS, I think will be a big thing, but like, I I mean, honestly, and John, like the thing that you brought up, I guess I have another little story here, which is GeForce now also brought their iOS, uh, uh, solution to Safari. So you can go to play.geforcenow.com on your iPhone or iPad and play your, your GeForce now games, which I haven't even used since we got that free year of it with the 3080. Oh uh, yeah. But, I haven't um, tried it yet either. The... I, there's no point the in, in thing, using those sorts of services like in your own home when you have access to your console or your computer. It just doesn't make or, sense. Yeah. If you're on the go, I'd rather which use Steam Link. None of us are really on the go right now. Um, it would make more sense then. Like if Alex, you know, was taking a trip to Japan for whatever reason for work, and he, you know, wanted to play something on his his Steam account, he could do that through GeForce Now or whatever. But. Yeah, well, and there was also, like, I remember back when I was, like, really, really deep into Destiny, Destiny 2, like, pulling out the Vita to play some Destiny toilet. while laying in bed or whatever was <laughs> Yeah, was no, totally grinding light, great. like, while you're just doing your thing, like, whatever. Doing some dailies or whatever, I think, works Yeah, like, when Stadia well first came out and I was working downtown and, like, I was doing, like, a pop-up shop inside the shipping company and nobody was paying attention to me, like, I sat there and played Destiny for who knows how long, <laughs> you know? The only people who yeah. came up to me were the people who were like, "Hey, is that is that Google Stadia?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Do you want to buy some of my wares? And they were like, "No." But how does the Stadia work? And I'm like, "It's it it works." And they're like, "Cool, man, that's awesome." And then they would just walk away. <laughs> well, Google should have set you up as a Stadia dealer inside there. Listen, any any game company that wants to set me up with anything that you want me to shill, I promise you I will be able to sell it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm all right, really and on the topic of what salesman. John said, 
I don't have the story pulled up, but with Microsoft basically saying they're going to start looking into making standalone TV apps for Xbox, uh, for xCloud. Um, that's the type of thing that I'm really interested in. You know, Google Stadia off of the Chromecast is cool, but I kind of don't really want the Chromecast taking up a, uh, a slot on my HDMIs and, and that type of thing. It'd be sweet if I could just download an app on my Apple TV or on my TV itself to play Google Stadia, which I think is something that they probably want to get to eventually. Um, and it sounds like Microsoft is investigating that. So the idea that I'd be able to play the xCloud games on my TV with an Xbox controller or whatever sounds pretty great. And I and I think it would be nice to get there. And that's essentially getting to the point where they're like, you don't really need to buy an Xbox at all. Here, just play these games on your TV since you, with our Since service. you can't buy an Xbox at all, here, go ahead and play this on <laughs> yeah, your TV. probably till next year. Yeah. How weird would it be if they end up with an xCloud app on the PlayStation 5 and you could use an Xbox controller? Well, that was like the big, like the the rumors that were swirling was like Microsoft is going to put xCloud on your Nintendo Switch, which like, that'd be a great idea. That'd be awesome. But will it happen anytime soon? I don't think it would ever happen on a PlayStation you know nah probably not but would it maybe happen on a switch where like microsoft and nintendo make this weird symbiotic relationship where they're like hey your switch can't play anything super powerful so if you want the real current gen games you can play them through xcloud on your switch which i mean they've kind of experimented with that sort of thing with the switch anyways you know streaming certain games so like why not just have a more reliable platform that is not focused on a single game itself, but rather a library of games, you know? And yeah, I mean, I'm sure Microsoft can figure out a way to cut, you know, the, the Nintendo people in on the profit they make off of the service itself, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Data, data is so cheap. Like, I mean, I say that, but obviously it's not that cheap because Comcast is raising all their fucking rates, but <laughs> like data is so cheap that, you know, this, the the server space that Microsoft and they're running all their own private servers using Azure or whatever. Yeah. Like it's got to cost them next to nothing. And so like the money they make off of the service alone is, it has to be an, an insane amount. You would think it would be, it would be, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. Cause we still don't really have a great idea of like how they are paying the people who put these games up on their services, you know? Yeah. Like a lot of their first party stuff, how much money are they losing from having Gears of War Five available on on Game Pass day and date as opposed to just selling it? You know, right. so you know you have to assume there's a good amount of people who like never would have bought the game but will play it if it's out here for free. Well, or that's, that's the thing know, is, I think the, the people more that are going to the... play the game, like the people who want. Gears of War 5 will pay for it and they'll just pay outright for the game and play it no matter what. But then you're also getting the residual, like those those people who like don't want to spend the money on a game necessarily, but they see that it's free to them on the service that they pay for. And so they're like, yeah, okay. You know, it's it's same same thing as Netflix. Like, I don't necessarily like want to watch this one TV show, but because it's here and I've got nothing better to do with my time, like, why not just watch it? And then you do. Like, it's the same idea. But you... 
you have to assume that there might be some people out there who purchased Game Pass and would have been somebody who would buy, say, Forza Horizon 3 or 4 and Gears of War 5 in whatever calendar year they came out in. Now that's somebody who you're not making any extra money off of. Like, you basically, for the price of $120 a year, have given them the two games that they would have bought with that $120. But now they also have access to all of this other stuff that Microsoft could have made money off of, I wonder if they pay people based off the amount of time they spend playing a specific game. Like, if you you only play a game for 10 minutes, is that, are those people, like, is that developer only getting paid for, like, the 10 minutes of time that you spent playing a a specific game? Like, it's, it's an hourly rate or whatever. And then once you hit the $60 mark, like, you no longer get paid for, like, that particular game from that particular user. But the next user that picks it up, like, maybe it starts over with that. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. We, we don't know. There's, like, literally no detail out there on it. So it'd be interesting to kind of hear about some of these yeah. deals. But I have it's the same thing with, like, games that get released for free on PS Now, like Rocket League and stuff like that. You know. Um, and that's one of the successes, but you know, there's other games that have done the same thing that have not been the big smash hit like rocket league. So it's really curious to understand how a lot of this stuff works and whether or not it's as exorbitant as say something like a Spotify where the artists are getting paid fractions of a penny on the play, you know? So Anyway, uh, a couple other stories here. We learned that IO Interactive is going to be making the next James Bond game. Um, So, John, you posted this one and we're very excited about it. And I think uh, nobody else was excited about it. So you were kind of sad. Yeah, I I think it's really cool that this company who makes the Hitman games is going to get like a legitimate franchise beyond Hitman to do something really cool with. Like I, th- I think this is awesome. I don't know what kind of game it's going to be. I, I would assume it'll, you know, it's it's probably going to be very similar to Hitman in some respect. But I could see it having some really cool car chase scenes. I could see it like, I, I don't know. I just I I think this is going to be really cool. Like you're you you have a developer who's known mm-hmm. for doing this sort of thing, and they're gonna they're they're given the opportunity to work with like an extremely popular franchise and like make something cool out of it. Like I dig that. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cool. I'm very curious because I know that like from some of the stuff that I've watched with giant bomb, cause they make some pretty entertaining Hitman content the way that they were showing the game off. Um, there's a good amount of silliness in the Hitman game. So I think some of the concern is like how silly is the James Bond property going to allow them to be with james right. bond well um, they have this like they're calling it project 007 i'm sure because like it doesn't have an official title yet or whatever but what if it's an online game like what if you're everybody gets to play some form of 007 agent and like you got to hunt each other down in the world or some shit you know like what if it's like that well, or like so they did they do say here on the site that it's featuring a wholly original bond story players will step into the shoes of the the world's favorite secret agent to earn their 00 status in the very first James Bond origin story so it does sound like it is very much a single player there's at least going to be a See? single but player still, narrative to it that's really cool that sounds yeah. awesome which is kind of different. I mean, Hitman has story to it, but it's not. It's never really been like the, the these these more recent ones have not really been like the story content 
Like people aren't playing it for the narrative necessarily. They're, they're, playing, they're playing it for, it for a lot the sandbox of the, and the re, yeah the replayability that you get with some of the missions that they send people out on. So I think it's a really cool pairing, and I'm excited <laughs> to see what they do with it. Um, but you know, it's it's nice that like we've gone to the point where like IO was being sold by Square Enix and didn't know if they were going to have the Hitman franchise anymore, and now they're big enough for you know. The, the 007 people to be like, hey, let's make a video game with these guys. So that's good. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, they... I, I'm sure IO approached everybody involved with James Bond and was like, hey, we've got this really fucking good idea. Here's the games we've done in the past, but we want to take it a little more seriously. And then they were just like, okay, take the franchise and go with it. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's a pretty it's a pretty natural pairing. We'll just have to see kind of what the final product really ends up being. But, Absolutely. Um, let's talk about rave planets in No Man's Sky. Apparently, players have built these large rave planets uh, in in the latest or in many versions of No Man's Sky. But um, the Polygon article says in late 2019 they added a synthesizer to the space game. Uh, so you can make your own melodies. And apparently there are people out there just making rave planets where you can come and check out bioluminescent worlds and uh, listen to some sweet music and party. Apparently some of them have working games you can play too. That's cool. Yeah, and... I mean, it looks really cool. I, I I really like would love to hop back into this, but I haven't done it as of yet. I... I booted it up after the most recent update where they updated like the planets, the biomes, like there's more biomes and uh, just better graphics and stuff in general. And it looks awesome. Yeah. It's, it's very colorful and I know amazing that amazing looking. I installed it on uh, my PC shortly after getting the index because I wanted to try out the VR, but I haven't done that as of yet. So <laughs> you should do that. Yeah, I really should. I really should. But no, this looks really cool. And um, it's nice to see that people are being creative with this game. Because I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that No Man's Sky had the long, ha- has had the long life that we were all hoping it would, even though the beginning was a bit rockier than we expected or wanted it to be. Yeah, I, I wish it were like this from the beginning. But at the same time, it's nice that they just keep adding to it. Because, I mean, it was definitely, I personally was very disappointed with it when I first got it. But, um, obviously, they've added enough to it to where I wanted to play it again, because I bought it again on a different platform. Yeah. On sale, but still. Um, yeah, they've done a good job with it, though. There's a lot of stuff I haven't really even dabbled in yet. Like, they have, you can make your own mechs, I think, now, and... Um, they, there's just a lot more options for building out bases. And like I said, the biomes, ghost ships, I guess. Yeah. yeah the the like, desolation uh, expansion mm-hmm. or whatever. And they made those like organic ships too, right? Like the alien uh, yeah. ships yep. that you can grow, I believe. It's just, so. I mean, this, this game has kind of gone above and beyond like what, I think anybody expected after that launch. Yeah. So, but for it's, sure. it's pretty rad. I, I haven't touched it in a while, but I there we there was a minute where I was like back into it like 
it's it just I still feel like it kind of needs a little more direction as to like what to do. Mm-hmm. I like it, it. It's fun if you set out to just do the sandbox stuff, but it would be like if you if you are looking for more of like a directive, like it's kind of there, but it could use a little more for that for those sorts of players, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to understand more about, like, what that narrative arc of, like, reach the center of the universe or whatever turned into after these updates, if if they've really done anything much with it, and whether or not it just, like, I believe I remember hearing that earlier on, when you reach the center planet or whatever, or the center solar system, whatever it is, then it would basically just start you out on the same journey again, or something of that nature, which sounded very dissatisfying to me i mean right. anything's more satisfying than star trek 5 but that's a different story <laughs> yeah no i'd be interesting to see where they go with it from here too like what what is this going to become are they going to add stuff so it's more like you know eve online or or uh elite dangerous where there's more of an economy and and like you know I, I don't think they'll put in like the permadeath stuff or anything like that, like with the ships, but maybe they do. I don't know. Like maybe you can play on a permadeath server where like when you someone destroys all your shit, it's gone. Like racing for pink slips. What I would like to see is uh multiplayer ships. Like, like, a, to, like to a, be able to yeah. build a fleet or something like, like that. A, well, like, like a to be able to be situation. on the same ship other than a freighter, which you can't directly control. Um, yeah, like be like a crew together, like MGMP, like in like, space in the same ship, like w- the Millennium Falcon kind of thing. One of us is on the turrets and the other one's yeah, on, like exactly. piloting and somebody's like navigating or something like that. Yeah, that'd be pretty rad. I'd be down for that. I don't that'd think any of the space games have that. No. That's a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would be fun. Absolutely. So... I feel like if if any game's going to get there, it would be this one. So, All right. And then finally, uh, CD Projekt Red has, uh, uh, if I can ever get rid of this ad thing, um, CD Projekt Red has officially revealed console footage of their games um, in the past week or so. Um, and according to their uh, CEO... Uh, things are running surprisingly good for such a huge world on the uh, on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, or the on the base actually the base PS4 and Xbox One. Um, presumably, those run worse than they would on the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X, but the fact that it seems playable at least, I think, is good. I don't know if they actually showed the base level stuff or not. Do you guys know? I'm not um, sure what's out there. They, I, th- I don't if know. If I recall correctly, from the PS4 video, they showed the base model PS4, PS4 Pro, and PS5. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool then. And it just like it just kind of seamlessly transitions like as they're flipping through like scenes or whatever. Like you, it'll it shows you like up in the corner which model is currently playing. Nice. Yeah. Looking I, at this video, I think it looks. Pretty nice on the Pro. Yeah, yep. honestly, but the difference between the Pro and the 5 wasn't terribly noticeable to me from the footage. Other than, like, the Pro, maybe the textures are lower quality. But, yeah, I don't know. The game looks damn good, and I'm very excited that it's finally coming out. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters what platform you're going to play it on. It's going to look great no matter what, so. Yeah, and I yeah. mean, even from the recommended specs that they ended up putting out for the ray tracing, the fact that it's running on, like, a on a couple generations older Intel chip, um, that's pretty good. It does seem like you do, they do require, they do say a 3080 is recommended for ultra ray tracing settings, which is not surprising. Done. But we're there, so. I'm ready. It's the whole point in having this stupid card that's caused me so many problems. <laughs> so no, I think uh, I think uh, it's good that it that it looks like it's going to run well. I, so it looks like this video does only show PS4 Pro and PS5. Um, I thought, so I I thought it showed the regular PS4 as well, but guess not. It does not look like we've uh, we've seen what the base. Uh, what the base models can actually do as of yet, but hopefully uh, the CEO is being truthful and hopefully it does run pretty yeah, well. It just it looks like Final Fantasy VII on Windows. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's good. Uh, hopefully uh, it comes out next month, like they say it's going to. <laughs> I know everybody. Everybody's like, "Oh, there's discs out there in the wild, bro." That means it's coming. It's like, no, that means like they shipped those discs out and they came out for the November release, and then they decided it was still it still needed time. Like, if you put that disc in your PlayStation right now, what are you getting? You get like a smiley smiley face GIF or something that says, and then it deletes download your the day PlayStation one Five. Yeah, probably or SSD. Like, if you think that the full game is sitting there on that disc, you're going to be sorely mistaken, because <laughs> that's, that's not the case. That's what they were ready to release, like, several months ago, which apparently, and I don't believe was even, like, the full game at that time, either, you know? Like, all these games, you have to download stuff after you install it anyway, so. No, it's, it, I mean, it's crazy to think, what what they, the what was it, is four-week extension, essentially, like, from the 19th to the 10th? I think, I think it was three. three I think it was 21 weeks. days. Three weeks, yeah. yeah. And just in, in those, like, two weeks since that, for that delay, like, what, what they've shown off, like, makes me believe that it'll come out on the 10th. Like, it's done. It's ready. Should we but, make a bet? <laughs> You want to bet? You want to bet what's, it doesn't does or does not come out on the tenth? Yeah, what's our what's our bet gonna be? What do we? Um, it should involve playing a game. All right. If uh, if the game does not come out on the tenth, uh, then I win. If it comes out after December tenth, by any amount, even if they're like, oh, sorry, we got to delay it for a day because we didn't upload the thing <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> then that means I would win, and you guys have to watch the pest with me whenever the pandemic oh. is over, and we're going to record a, a commentary for oh, it. I'll take that. I'll watch days. that. I That's thought you were going to tell me I have to beat Spelunky. I was going to tell you go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. So what? All right. So what? What if? What if John? What if you win, John? And, and it does come out. If it comes out on the tenth, um. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, then, then you. I don't. You have to do the raid in Destiny, the new raid. <laughs> Which means you'd have to level up a lot and also buy the expansion. So that's kind of. <sighs> that's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. I don't know if I can commit to that. <laughs> did you Did you download Elite Dangerous? 
I did download Elite Dangerous. All right. If if uh if they if it comes out on the tenth, then we have to actually play Elite Dangerous. Okay. I'll play it. How about this? We'll we have to play it, and we'll play it together. But then also, I'll play it in VR and record like me doing insane flips and spins in the ship to see if <laughs> and I throw, need to throw throwing up. up. <laughs> it's not uh, the game. The ships in that game are not that maneuverable. You won't get sick. It's not like playing uh, squadrons. No, squadrons would probably be more sickness inducing okay. in VR. But I really, I mean. You should try that game in VR. I wish I could. Yeah, I really need to. I need to. So. All right. Well, there's our bet. Yeah. So if I win, we're watching the pest. And if John wins, we're playing Elite Dangerous, which. We might do anyways. Yeah. yeah but that's okay. We'll um, see. We'll see how the chips fall. Yeah. That's pretty. That's it for this week. Right? That I believe so. One. Yep. All right. Uh. Two weeks from now puts us supposedly three days post cyberpunk release. <laughs> we'll we'll be able to give you our first impressions if it comes out. Yes. Assuming I've slept enough to podcast, um, <laughs> I'll have a lot to say about it, I think. Could be a problem. I might even consider taking some time. I wouldn't, I'm not going to take release day off, but, you know, maybe I'll take the 11th off and be like, all right, I can actually play this for a full eight hours at least and get some good time into it. So we'll see. I don't, I don't know how much of the videos you guys have watched of like the extra gameplay footage and All everything of it, like that. Like pretty much it's, Zero. it's, I think a lot of people are going to be very disappointed with the speed of the game. Like, I Just don't think in terms of like, I don't think the people like, like that, that fringe group of like, like, oh, hey, have you ever heard of Cyberpunk? Like, those people? <laughs> There's this game called Cyberpunk. It looks out. it looks really cool. Like, those, I don't know that if you've group heard of, of people, they're going to be sorely disappointed with how a traditional, like, true role-playing game is meant to be played. Because I don't think you can play this game like Doom. <laughs> <laughs> or Halo. Or It'll be interesting to see. Like, honestly, like, I think it's one of those things where... If that if that's really the case, you'll see the the games press come out and be like, "This game's amazing," and then there'll be some big backlash of like, "No, this shit's boring, bro." But I don't <laughs> I don't know. I have a feeling that like the people who are really truly anticipating Cyberpunk right now, I think by now know what this game is going to be. But I could be wrong. I could. My be wrong. only concern, the only thing that I'm worried I'm going to be disappointed by, is the driving. Because it looks like there's a lot of driving in the game, and I'm worried it's not going to feel good. There's only because... a lot of driving if you choose to drive. You can walk everywhere if you want. Well, that's like... stupid. I mean, <laughs> why would I want to walk everywhere? But also, like they, I think they were explaining in one of the other like videos, like one of the the Night City wires, is that in in this game, like the difference between like this and The Witcher when you're traversing from one location to the next is that. You're li- you're in a living breathing city and like you're not going to have monsters running out of the woods to fucking kill you. Like 
you you get involved as much as you want to get involved I mean, in the things around you. Whereas, like in The Witcher, like when you're traveling from one town to the next, like something could come out of the woods and like try and, and kill you. Like, there's probably still going to be gangs. Like there are, yeah, but, but again, like you and stuff, you get as involved as you want to get in those particular things in this. Whereas, like in The Witcher, True. like you could just run from those things that come out of the woods to kill you. But like, yeah, that's what using the horse is for. Right. So like if you're fast traveling Roach. by using a car to in 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 uh, Night City, like I'm sure it's probably a lot quicker to get from A to B, but I feel like you might be missing some of those cool little like side piece interactions that like yeah. might happen, you know, like between random NPCs that I mean if was it somebody else posted the size of the script for this game was like a fucking I mean it was like a pile of papers because like there's so yeah. much fucking dialogue for everything like well, somebody apparently one of the people that's been playing it has put like 127 hours into the game and isn't even finished with it so that was one of the devs too I, like he I knows his way, way around that the game into, into the witcher 3 I put up like 160 before I finish I, the game. Yeah, I put about five minutes in and then it crashed. <laughs> well, we got to figure that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it'll be interesting. I wonder if it's something like L.A. Noir where I think you were able to just hit a button where it kind of like auto drives you to places. Possibly. And maybe oh, yeah, you'll I mean, just they, be they sitting there listening to Assassin's to, Creed too. Uh, yeah. Watch Dogs has that too. I, I like that function. Like, I think that's yeah. cool. So then if it's just, like, you sitting there having the conversation with whoever's in the car with you or whatever, that, you know, we'll see. Or if it, if you're, like, you know, once you're done with the conversation, if it fades to black and fades back up or whatever it's going to be, I guess we'll have to see. In in the newer videos, I feel like it's a little spoilery, but they did um, explain the role that Keanu Reeves plays in the game, and that was kind of surprising to me, and also I think it's really cool. Um, I don't really want to talk about it too much because if you didn't watch those videos on purpose to not know, then I feel like I shouldn't talk about it. Not to talk more about a game that isn't even out yet and may not be out till 2077. Um, but I am curious if you guys are like already, if if you've watched the videos, you know about like the starting paths, like yeah. life paths or whatever. I've heard um, about it. I haven't watched the videos. I've already decided where I want to start, so that's pretty pretty fun. You're talking about like, do you want to be a country boy? Do you want to be a city yeah. boy? Do you want to be a the a what preppy? is it the, the nomad, the corpo, and what's the third one? Uh, in that video that I don't I remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. no, I, I don't. Wanted, I wanted I, to start as a nomad and like work my way into the city. That's what I want to do. I, Plus, I you get a like, free car. Yeah, I thought I was gonna be a corpo, maybe, but I don't know. I we should really all we should all do different life paths, so we have different starting experiences. So whatever you choose, Alex, I'll choose the one that's not. Okay, I can I can do that. That way, like, that. I want us to each have a different experience. I think that will add to the podcast when we come to for talk sure. about it, like having a different starting experience for each of us, and that way we're not like, oh, hey, did you get to this part? Like, we don't have to yeah. be like that. I don't. I hate so, that shit. Plus, I think that'll help us. Like, we won't have to be like, oh, hey, did you get to this part? It'll be more like, hey, I did this one thing. Like, it was really fucking cool. And then you could be like, oh, I also did that, but from this perspective, it had this effect. Yada yada. So, so, so Brian's taking the nomad, yeah. right? All right. If you right. guys, we'll figure out cool what the other two that. are. 
I don't care. That's fine with me. Yeah, you can be a nomad. And then, uh, Alex, if you want to be the corpo, I'll be the third one. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. I feel like such an ass. I'm, like, super obsessed with this game, and I don't even fucking know the starting pass. <laughs> um. Anyways. What if it had cross-save? Would you just get it on PlayStation 5 and PC? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Because then I could still play it when I'm downstairs hanging out with the baby or whatever. I, I brought the, the... I'll be honest with you. The only reason the PS5 is upstairs right now is because I was trying to play Demon Souls and there was so much fucking glare from the front window of the house that I could mm. not see anything in the game. <laughs> I should just leave it up here in all seriousness, but I, it's I mean, nice. That TV is really good, too. It is. It's really nice having it downstairs, though, because then I can just hang out with Megan and the baby and like play video games and it's not a big it's deal. True. Like up here, like I'm isolated from them, which is good in a certain way, but also like kind of sucks because then I don't get to spend time with them. So. But oh, it's a street kid, Cor- Corpo Nomad and Street Kid. So I'll, I'll be the street kid. Alex, you can be the Corpo and uh, Brian, you can be the Nomad. Sounds good. Cool. cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's it for this week. If you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out midwestgamers.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K, Tom Z, Chris K, and Alan K for the contributions. We love you guys. As always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us for your favorite podcatcher. Uh, also, we're Twitch affiliates. You can subscribe using your Amazon Prime subscription on Twitch for a free sub. Uh, or feel free to sub on Twitch anyways, like just because you want to. Because that's the cool thing to do nowadays with all these young kids, these young whippersnappers and their hobbies. Uh, while you're playing the Fortnites and stuff, you know? Pac-Man video games. Um, pa- you pack the Zima and Pac-Man video games and hula hoops. Kids these days <laughs> have attention spans that are man- measured in nanoseconds. Nanoseconds. <laughs> if you can name that movie, I'll send you a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> beyond that, uh, another shout out to Role Playing and Role Playing, the guys' uh, podcast. Uh, another podcast that we uh, kind of teamed up with. I keep forgetting to send Alex the file to put their bumper at the show, so I feel really bad. Uh, but I just wanted to shout them out real fast. Uh, role playing and role playing, and they're actually one of the bigger D and D podcasts that shows up on the D and D subreddit. If you pay attention awesome. to that kind of stuff, so cool. Um, yeah, definitely check them out. Check out uh, Multimedia, and uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Multimedia. Sorry, I came up with the name too, and I couldn't. What the hell's wrong with me today? Yeah, what the hell, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, check those out, and then next time we will see you to talk about some cyberpunk. That's all we have for today. Yep. See you next time. Peace. the beep beep dot was or something 30.com beep 30.com. dot was god i wish i could buy dot was domains god oh hurt my neck <laughs> you're so geriatric <laughs> fuck you
All right, we're going to do this beep. Yep. Time that is and beep that was. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to mate it. <laughs> nope. All right. Did mine do it? I don't know. Did it? No. My volume was down. It was unmuted, All but right. the volume Fuck. was down. We're doing Sorry. it again. One more game. Uh, it's my fault this time. Good old beep that was. <laughs> Living in the past. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>